Hey guys, before we get started, we got to do some shout outs. Big thanks to everyone who supported us at Comic-Con. Thanks again to all of our guests who came on our show. Thank you for joining us on the Launchpad Podcast in San Diego. So much fun. We have a bunch of cool interviews coming out soon. It's going to be really awesome to drop that stuff. But before we get to that, we have two episodes coming up that are pretty twisted. (laughs) Matt and I had this great idea to do an episode about movies that had the balls to kill some kids, but then Matt had a kid and it was like, ooh, should we do this now? Matt was like, no, fine, we gotta do it. Let's do it, let's do it. So that's what we got coming up today. But before we do, I can give a big shout out. Shout out to friend of the show, Chris Canavo. Remember him when we did our Godzilla series? All those Godzilla movies, Chris came on and talked to us about it. Great dude. Well, he is making some big moves right now. He's on to some really awesome stuff with his career. We want to give him a big shout out, big congratulations, and we wish him luck in whatever he is doing. Speaking of Godzilla, you guys see that Criterion is releasing the first 15 films on Blu-ray? Now, look, we don't get sponsored by Criterion, so it doesn't mean anything for us to give this product a shout out, but man... You know I pre-ordered that shit. The first 15 films. It's like the original Godzilla King of the Monsters 1954 all the way through Terror of Mechagodzilla. The entire Showa era. That's incredible. I am super pumped about that. You guys should look into it. Some really cool art, some really cool special features for like first time ever on Blu-ray some of these films. So that is super exciting. We are super pumped with that. Let us know if you're picking that up. Keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. And now, let's kill some kids. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm uh, Matt. And Matt, today, we're going <laughs> to fuck some kids up. Yeah, dude, uh, I have a seven-week-old child at home, and we figured that this would be a good time to start an episode that we're going to call The Kids Are All Right. <laughs> <laughs> this came up because like, when you're watching a movie... You know a movie like means business when it's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll kill this kid. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, the way that I kind of looked at this was it wasn't just movies that had kids that die. These are kids that get killed or at least fucked up uh, as as part of the movie, whether it's important to the movie, you know, timeline or plot or anything or not. But this isn't like this isn't like Sophie's Choice. This isn't like uh, no. My Girl when Macaulay Culkin dies. This isn't the girl in the red coat from Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, we could do one of, like, those are real, like, sad ones. Those ones make you go, oh. This is almost like what, the ones that make you go, oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you know, like, <laughs> this movie Big is difference. fucking shit up now. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, this movie didn't come to play. Like, I mean, you expect it in Schindler's List, but when you're, like, in the middle of, I don't know, some movie about like space worms and then suddenly there's a bunch of dead kids. You're like, damn, movie is not fucking around. Well, I think, you know, we go to the movies as an escape, right? You watch a movie to get away from your real life, to kind of live out some sort of fantasy possibly. And, you know, that's why movies are, (laughs) movies are partially, not partially, movies are made doing things that you wish you could do, at least a lot of them, right? I think, Dead kids, whether it's like, even if they're evil or whatever, 
it's hard. Where are you and, going with this, Rumi? Well, it's hard. It, it, that, I think there's not a, this doesn't happen a lot. And the reason this makes us go, oh, is because even a movie that has zombie kids or evil kids, it's kind of hard to show those kids get killed. Because you're you're watching a child die, even if it's an evil child, even if it's a possessed child, even if it's a zombie child, you're still watching a kid die. And I think that's, I guess rightly so, that a lot of times can mean that's not fun anymore. Like, it's fun to watch zombies yeah, get very killed, taboo. but if it's a kid, you can yeah. kind of be like, oh shit, that, that kind of crosses a line. And it's meant to cross lines. I think that's the big thing, is it's super taboo. I think there's a lot of times where, like, I mean, there's an entire era where that was completely downright illegal like you could not show sure, kids right. dying in a movie like back in the black and white days like you know the Hayes code era that's like n- hell no absolutely yeah not. we like, talked about the movie the bad seed if you guys haven't listened yeah. to that was our killer kids episode which was an episode about mm. evil kids and stuff the bad seed is one yeah. about a young girl like an eight ten year old girl who's literally killing people and the studio had trouble ending that movie because at the time there was an unwritten law that the bad guy had to get what was coming to him and it had to be yep. equal to what he was dishing out. So if you were a killer, you kind of had to get killed. You couldn't go to jail. That wasn't an acceptable ending. But at the same time, there was a, a rule that you couldn't kill kids. So what do you do when your kid is a killer? Like, how do you, how do you end that movie? Uh, it's pretty interesting. And uh, if you haven't seen The Bad Seed, go see that. I did not put that on this one oh. because I have way better ones for this one. Oh, man. So... Here's where I want to start. I want to tell you the first time I ever saw a movie that killed a kid and it freaked me out because I was still a kid at the time. Excellent. Okay. I'm obsessed with the Universal Monsters. Ever since as a kid, I just loved Frankenstein. You know, we told the story about me dressing up as as Frankenstein, but I finally, they were like, okay, we'll watch the movie. And I watched the movie and Frankenstein kills a kid. Yeah. He finds this little girl. She's throwing flowers in the lake. He's like, that's kind of fun. Let's throw flowers. So they're throwing flowers in the water and then they run out of flowers. He's like, well, what else can we throw? And he tosses her in. And the next shot you see her, it's her dad carrying her through this like wedding celebration and her just lifeless body dripping wet. And he's just like with this creepy stare on his face. And like when it happens, Frankenstein's not stoked on. He's like, oh, 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 my bad. Sorry. I (laughs) didn't know you couldn't swim. Yeah, he's really like, oh, no, and he runs away. And, like, I think he, you know, he's an idiot, so he feels bad about it. But, like, <laughs> holy shit. Holy shit. And, like, as a kid, you're like, what? He killed that kid? They, they did that? He killed that kid? Bam. Universal Studios, even though you couldn't kill a kid, they did it. They threw her in the water. She's shown splash around screaming, and Frankenstein's like, ah, I don't know how to swim either. Uh-oh, bad idea. And then the next time you see her, she's dead. You see her lifeless body, and it is... Holy shit. And that's the thing that makes the town all like pick up their pitchforks and their torches and, rah, 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 and go after the monster. Fuck. Frankenstein didn't come to play. Yeah, that's a, that is well, that's a precedent. And that that is almost can almost say that's a bridge between like the oh deaths and the oh death, because that one doesn't get you excited because you you are sympathizing with Franken, Frankenstein's monster at that point. He's not yeah. a monster. He's just misunderstood. And that's probably the greatest misunderstanding yeah. of all. Right. That's a Lenny, Lenny killing puppies type situation, right? <laughs> Pet the bunnies. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's pretty awful. And, it, and it's, yeah, it's definitely not, oh, hell yeah, Frankenstein just killed that kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that at all. <laughs> well, 
Give me one. What, throw throw me a, a title. What do you got? I'll throw you an easy one right now, and it's it's the penultimate oh moment in uh, the Tarantino Rodriguez uh, double feature Grindhouse. The first movie was Planet Terror by Robert Rodriguez, and uh, the better of the two for sure, for sure. I, I agree, but I would argue that just to argue it. But it, the movie's great. It's got you know kind of zombie mutant mutant kind of creatures running around eating people. Uh, you know, taking people over. And at one point, there's a kid in a car and he's playing with an action figure and he finds his mom's gun. And then we see from an outside and exterior shot of the car, the gun goes off. And you're like, oh shit, did that kid just die? And yeah, he just got, <laughs> he killed himself with a gun by accident. And it's like, it really has nothing else to do, you know, structurally or plot wise with the movie, except I think it's his mom now doesn't have to bring him everywhere she can just go continue the rest of her deal with the plot without the kid to in tow or without yeah. having to protect the kid but like it wasn't even like a monster killed him he just accidentally killed himself which is kind of like a a punch in the gut because you're not ready for it and it does show that that movie is not taking any prisoners that movie's not here to play that's a good time for us to say guys let's end family fire dun 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 the more you know <laughs> i like that you're saying that in the second dead kid movie of this li- of this pretty long list. I mean, I have at least 10. I don't know what commercials play where you are, but like here, I, I we don't have cable. We have the Roku thing. So like it just plays the same four commercials every time, every single time. It's the same four commercials. Mm-hmm. It's a commercial about a car, a commercial about a dude who has like cancer in his tummy. And then like it's this <laughs> kid who's like playing with his dad as they're like wrestling and they're watching TV and then the dad's cooking breakfast. And then the kid goes, Hey dad, do we have a gun? And the dad looks at him kind of like weirdly and goes, why do you ask that buddy? And then it says, and family fire, you know, like protect your kids or some <laughs> shit. And it's just like, you know, lock your guns up, you know, don't let your kids fucking put it in their mouth. So have you bought that car and gotten cancer in your tummy and locked up all your guns? <laughs> I've done none of these things. <laughs> The commercials are not effective then. That's why they keep replaying them. <laughs> but it it does tell you what's like going on in your regional area when you're like, shit, all these kids are blowing their own faces off. Well, everybody's got <laughs> GI tummy cancer and uh, fuck, they really want you to buy this goddamn Jeep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah. Back to dead kids. Yeah. Planet Terror is one of those movies that definitely just comes to fuck some shit up. I mean, that movie's really over the top, really gory. And yeah, just for like no reasons, like get that kid out of here. Yeah. And that kid has safe. my favorite line from that movie when he's playing with like a little <laughs> alien action figure. He's like, I'm going to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I actually looked that up after I watched that because I thought that was such a cool line. I was like, wait, is that from, is he quoting something? Is that from something? It is not. He made that up. Hmm. Get out of good mind. Right before he blew it out of his own head. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what, wah, wah, wah. what else do you got? You got other ones? I got another early one because okay. I uh, was obsessed with old black and white movies. Um, an early VHS tape that my parents got me were like, yeah, you know, probably found it in the dollar bin at Walmart is Night of the Living Dead. The original? The original Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. This movie, like one, once they get to the house and the whole farmhouse situation's happening, you find out that there is a a family in the basement with a sick kid. And then you find out that that kid got bit. And then you're like, oh no. And oh yeah. <laughs> so after everything's kind of hitting the fan, the shit's hitting the fan, the mom goes down in the basement 
And this little girl stabs the shit out of her with a trowel, like a yeah. little tiny shovel. And it is like, oh my God, it is one of the craziest things. The scream's all distorted. It's really fucked up. But then later, the guy, the main character has to come down and kill the kid. And that it was just like, oh my God, the kid killing, the kid being a killer kid is one of the creepiest things. And then the thing that Ben has to go down in the basement and shoot the kid it's like, God damn. And he shoots her, he shoots her, right, with a gun? Yeah, I think he shoots her with the with the rifle that everybody's fighting over. And it's not it's not very uh graphic or anything, but it no, is it is definitely it's, uh, it's just oh man, it's just that that movie is so I don't know, it's constantly just grabbing you and shaking you really hard and stabbing you in the chest with a with a shovel. With a trowel. <laughs> yeah, gardening trowel. Yeah. Her oh man! It's like, but yeah, it's like the, a bird the, the, you kill the kid. Yeah. Oh man! And then in Dawn of the Dead, the two little kids come running out of the helicopter place, and he has to shoot both of them. Remember oh, that? That's right. That's, that's yeah. That's zombie. I mean, could you kill a zombie kid? Hell yeah. <laughs> any any hesitation, or you're just waiting for the day? Any zombie is like hell yeah. I mean, it, they're they're dead. They're they're dead. They're 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 all messed up. <laughs> yeah, the zombie apocalypse. If it's confirmed. Like, it's one of those things, like, what if it's not, like, the dead rising zombie apocalypse, where it's, like, a magical one? It's, like, if you kill the head vampire, they all turn back, and it's, like, ooh, ooh, I've, I've been killing all my neighbors, you know? Or what if, like, I preemptively just start blowing people away, thinking that it's a zombie apocalypse? Like, you just got to be careful. Yeah, the hesitation is more, like, are you sick, or right. are you, like, trying to keep me away from your stash? And I Right, and I feel that, like, see, the one thing that I could take away from The Walking Dead is when they get to the the farm and they find that guy mm -hmm. who has the barn full of infected people and he's yep. like wait you've been walking around killing them what if there's a cure i was like oh shit like i'm one of those people who in my mind at least the second the zombie apocalypse starts i'm gonna be like fucking ash i'm just gonna be mowing through zombies but then what happens if you kill like a bunch of zombies including some kids and then they're like oh good news everybody this is reversible if you just spray this gas in their face they turn human again and you're like Oh shit! I just shot two little girls at the helicopter place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, since you brought up Walking Dead, I mean, that show first episode, man, Rick sh sh kills a little girl. That's she in has the a beginning, right? That's face, the beginning of the, yeah, first pilot, man, and then you know they kill the kid in the barn, and like last season, but those were zombies. Last season, we had this episode where this woman was kidnapping children and training them to be like murderer hunter people and she had an army a small army of children to hunt humans or hunt zombies to hunt humans and like well just to survive but okay. like she teaches them some gnarly shit and she kidnaps michonne's daughter well rick's daughter kidnaps judith the little the little girl and michonne and daryl go to find her and they get like basically taken over by kids like daryl gets shot in the shoulder with a with an arrow by these little kids and they wake up and these little kids have them tied to these posts and they start branding them. Like the little kids pull brands out of the fire and start hitting Michonne and Daryl with like X brands. It's like so fucking gnarly. And then when they get out, there's a whole moment where she's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then the kids start charging her and she just starts mowing down kids with the sword. <laughs> Live kids, not zombies. We tastefully cut away sure. and intercut it with some other, other action. But fuck. Michonne and Daryl fuck some kids up. Right. When they walk away, there are dead children parts all over the place. Lying on the ground. Lying on the ground and her sword <laughs> is covered in blood. Yeah. And, and it, the whole catalyst is this moment where one of the older kids goes, kill her child. 
And and if she tries to run, kill her too. And then she was like, nope, oops, slash, 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 slash. Cuts them all up. Oh, Gnarly. damn, dude. <laughs> we, we were on set that day and the director's yelling at these child actors, look over here, look scared. Your mom's getting stabbed. Look scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing to think about too is some of these either killer kids or kids getting killed. Imagine the days on set. You know, like the the Planet Terror yeah. one, you can kind of be like, okay, you know, the guy just said go in the car and then they had an effect in the car where the car lit up that could have even been done digitally, but that kid didn't know that he was, you know, dead or anything. But yeah, then you have someone like Eddie from the 1988 Blob remake, who's like this little fucking nerdy ass annoying kid all movie. Then the fucking Blob sucks him down into the sewer and he comes up like the... Uh, the melting man from RoboCop <laughs> getting braced, all burned up. And you're like, oh, shit, that kid got fucked up. Dude, I'm glad you brought this up because this is another one of my favorites. I fucking love the Blob remake. I love both the Blob movies, but the Blob remake is so goddamn good. Did you know, as a quick aside, the Blob re- the today is July 5th on, on 2019. Uh, Shout Factory is releasing a, a, a Blu-ray in October. I'm yeah. fucking psyched. I'm super psyched. And Chris Gilman, who we've interviewed for the show, is is on the DVD as well. I believe they did some special features with him, so check that out. I hope there's some special features, because that movie needs a lot of... I want to see how they... Because that, that's a movie that you watch it, and you can't believe how good some of the effects are. And there's, so, there's multiple moments where the effects are that good. You know what I mean? If you, oh, gave, me a, fuck yeah. if you gave me a special feature or two that showed showcased me two effects, it doesn't even have to be oh, all of them. I'd love to get all of them. I just want to see how they did the... Um, how they did the awesome phone booth moment where she's surrounded oh, yeah, by yeah. the goo and the stuff's coming like like a guy's face floats up to the window of the phone booth and then the phone booth like explodes inward, collapses on itself, implodes, I suppose, is the correct term. <laughs> and like she just gets decimated. And I think I know how they did it, but I really want to see it. I want to see the behind the scenes for shit like that. So good. Well, it's check, incredible. We'll check it out in a, a couple months here. Anyway, uh, kids getting killed. But yeah, that movie does not fuck around. Yeah, that kid, that kid's on stage like he's in the water. He has to do a lot of this physical acting for this. So they're like, hey, you're getting killed, Eddie. He gets pulled up. under the water and, and pulled by the blob and you think he's gone. Then he comes back up out of the water and he's all melted. Uh, gross. Yeah, he's all fucked up. But here's the thing. If you were, how old do you think Eddie was as an actor? In, in like, the, the actor in real life? 13? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, 12, 13. When you were 12 or 13 and somebody said, Matt, you're going to get killed by a blob in a movie, act dead, you'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be so super psyched. Cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not, I'd be super you're not psyched. young enough there where you're getting, you know, fucked up. Well, let's talk about one that where you are really young. Let's talk about Pet Cemetery, man. Little Gage. Oh. No fair, no fair. Like that kid, what were they telling him to get him? Like, give us the creepiest stare ever and hold this knife. No fail, no fail. First I played with Judd, then I played with Mommy. Now I play with you. Yeah, that shit is, he's fucking creepy. That movie has one of my favorite scary kids. And, you know, he definitely made the list for uh, killer kids because he's a creepy little zombie kid. But they kill him first. They run him over with a truck. Holy shit, dude. Dude, That was, that's a, that's a hard one. But for me, that's more of a red, a red coat Schindler's List girl moment because that's important to the story. It's supposed to hit you in the heart. If you didn't see that happen or or if you're reading the book, if you didn't, if it wasn't explained in so much detail, what happens later would be less horrible. But because you watch this family go through this loss, when it comes back to literally bite them in the ass, it's it's that much harder. And then 
he comes back from, you know, he's essentially like a kind of undead zombie kind of kid and he's evil, he's killing. How do they how do they kill him? Do you remember? They drug him up, right? Yeah. They they pump him full of like animal tranquilizers. Yeah, they uh they lethal inject him, I think, right? Basically, yeah. I just saw the new one. Oh, how is it worth seeing? It's worth seeing. But okay. you know, it's it's just safe because here's the issue. It completely banks that you just watched the original like a week ago. Yeah, and see, I've heard that the don't tell me, but I've heard that it's different that they changed at least one specific thing, and I don't want to know what the difference is. I'd rather watch it and organically be surprised, but I was so pissed off cuz they spoil it in the trailer. And it was like, you fuckers. Oh. Like if I had gone and you had given me this twist, I would have been like, "Whoa, whoa, okay, movie, you have me for another half hour or whatever." But like the fact that in the trailer it was like, here's the twist. I was like, okay, I don't need to see this now. Oh, don't tell me, but I I don't think I saw that. The whole time it's always like, hey, remember this moment from the original? You know what's going to happen? Ooh, slightly different. And you're like, okay, well, it's all built off the original, which is kind of weird. A weird way to do it. That was one I meant to go see, but it was right when baby stuff really started to kick off. So it's like, well, I'll wait till that's on streaming or something because the original is so good and the the book is so good. I did a fucking book report on that in middle school. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a good one too. And I think that one, that kid death is extra hard because even though he's evil, he still is a kid. And you watch this father, essentially the way it plays out, it almost looks like a mercy kill, you know, which yeah. is hard to watch. That movie kills the kid twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it's an evil version and a, and a regular version, it's still fucked that kid up two times. I have a bunch of Stephen King on here. I actually have a couple as well. Yeah, Stephen King likes to kill some kids. Can I take one Stephen King that I'm sure is on your list? Do it, man. No, do it. Maximum Overdrive? Was on my list, but I crossed it out because I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't think I'd remember enough of it. So, oh, interesting. I mean, so go for it. Maximum Overdrive is a, is a movie, for, and it's, it's actually a short story called, uh, I think the short story is called Trucks, but uh, it's about, in the, the book, I believe it's just trucks. I believe it's just motor vehicles suddenly become sentient and start taking over and murdering people. And it essentially holds right. a bunch of people at a, a, a diner or a truck stop <laughs> hostage. And in, dressing up as Green Goblin from uh, Marvel. In the movie, there's a truck that has a Green Goblin face. And in the movie, it's like all electronics. Like an ATM tells Stephen King to fuck off. And appliances in a home start coming to life and trying to kill the woman. But there is a fucking Little League game that's happening when all this shit starts to happen and all these things, lawnmowers are attacking people. There's a scene where, where right after that, there's a, there's a catastrophe at this, this little league game. One of the kids jumps on his bike and rides away and he's uh, riding through his neighborhood and seeing all these deaths caused by machines. There's a guy under a lawnmower. There's all these sprinklers wrapped around people. And then there's a fucking dog that has a toy car jammed in its mouth so like the toy car rammed into the dog's mouth so already killed him but during this fucking little league game shit starts to happen this kid tries to run away on his bike trips on his bike yeah. in front of a billboard oddly enough and the billboard <laughs> explodes and there's a steamroller behind it and the steamroller just runs right over the kid and the way it's shot is it's like the steamroller's POV onto the kid and he's like no and then it cuts to a, a, a medium shot of the, you know, a fake body with a bike getting run over by a steamroller. So it's not even implied. You actually see a body get crunched. <laughs> and it was a kid. It was a little, little super kid. graphic. 
That's amazing. Fucked up. No, Maximum Overdrive is a super underrated movie because for as dumb as it is, it's a stupid premise and the movie's pretty stupid, but then like it sells you on it. By the end, you're like, hell yeah, I'm on board for this living car movie. Fuck the yeah. book, if you've ever read it, it's a short story. The book is like that too. It's not as action packed, I guess, because it's a book and you're not watching it, but it, it, same thing. There's a couple things that they do in the book where you're like, what you just said, okay, you bought my, my next half hour, what you just had these characters or conversely the trucks do. You're like, yeah. All right, that's that's pretty baller. Okay, keep going. It's a it's such a stupid one-off idea, but he runs with it pretty good. And I think the movie does a good job. And certainly not taking when you fucking flatten a kid with a steamroller, you are not fucking around. <laughs> Whoa, maximum overdrive. Could only afford one Marvel character though. Actually, they didn't afford shit. Marvel was like, "Hey, we're about to go under. Uh if somebody wants to give us some money." <laughs> yeah. They were like but like, what, what truck? Why do we not see more trucks with Marvel characters on the front of them? Like, what the? What? Where just was that faces from? in general? I it, think trucks should just have faces. Why not? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill another kid. What do you got? How about? How about this one? This is a quick one. So, mm-hmm. John Carpenter makes some badass movies, right? And nice. He nice. He had a movie called Assault on Precinct Thirteen. And there's a moment where this little girl walks up to an ice cream truck and is like, want some goddamn ice cream? And this <laughs> dude turns around and just blows her away, just point blank range, because the ice cream truck was full of bad guys, and they're rolling up to like cause some damage at Precinct 13. But like, whoa, holy shit. And this is like, I think this is like the introduction to some yeah, of the bad guys, it's too. the beginning it's like, of the movie. It's, and it comes out of nowhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have no clue that it's going to happen. There's no inclination that this guy's a bad guy, and he just waste this kid and you're just like oh shit and oh john carpenter you are a bad guy if you fucking kill a kid who just is asking you for ice cream it's not even like you like witnessed a crime or anything she just walked up and was like two scoops of butter brickle please (laughs) 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 oh yeah yeah it's pretty that's pretty gnarly do you have any quick ones yeah i got a quick one how about this one Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Lightsaber ignites. I forgot about that entirely because I hate those movies so much. That movie sucks so bad. And, you know, it's the best of all of them, but it sucks so bad. And it's a lot of people like, oh, that wasn't necessary. I didn't need to see Anakin Skywalker fall that far. And I guess we don't technically see it. But I think that's fucking important. And I thought, although terribly acted and terribly directed, that was a kind of a poignant scene, and it was a cool way to show that. But here's the thing. When the highlight of your three fucking shitty-ass prequels is a slaughter of children, that's your high point? That's the point <laughs> sure. where you go, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it should be the final battle between you and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe it should be like a sweet battle with Yoda and some other people. But no, the highlight for me where I'm like, okay. You got me for another 15 minutes movie before I hate you again <laughs> is when you're slaughtering Padawans. God damn. Yeah. Fuck those movies suck. God damn it. <laughs> killed some kids though. He killed at least one classroom full of children. Yeah. One. Yeah. Good job. So here's, here's a movie since we're in space, except this isn't, never mind. Here's a movie that <laughs> came, to, didn't come to play and it's, Aliens versus Predator Requiem. Oh, nice. I didn't even think of that. The first Aliens versus Predator is a piece of shit, but the second one, pretty tolerable in my opinion. Agree, agree. Not a great movie, but it's a good time and it keeps you going and you get a Pred-Alien fight at the end. But this movie starts, there's eggs that somehow get to the planet. 
face huggers pop out. And who's the first victim of the face hugger? A dad and his kid who are hunting. And the first person to get a chest burster coming out of him is a little kid. Holy shit. And AVP Requiem continually, when you're like, oh, this character might make it through the whole dead. And you're like, holy shit. Like characters out of nowhere just get murdered and it and it nobody is safe in that film. That happens. That kid gets killed real quick. And then later on, the pred alien is stalking a maternity ward. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. And there's all those pregnant ladies in there. Yeah. And he kills a bunch of pregnant ladies. And if I'm not mistaken, don't we see like ripped open pregnant stomachs? Yeah, I think so. But depending on what part of the country you live in, whether that counts as a kid death I don't know. <laughs> There's a little hot button abortion topic for you, Ruby. <laughs> this episode's so fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I'm a father now. We waited to do this episode until I had a kid. You have a, There's one like sleeping 10 feet from you right now. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if that kid, if he turns into a zombie and it's pretty, pretty sure that there's no cure. <laughs> oh my god dude have you found yourself to be more sensitive to that shit now that you have a kid yeah i mean i was more sensitive to that shit when i started teaching and working with kids i don't know if you noticed this like when you got married or when you got engaged but when you watch a movie and someone is engaged or married or like that's part of a, like a point it hits you you can relate like when you're not engaged and you're not married, when you watch someone get engaged or married, you don't relate to that. You understand what it means. As a human, you can relate yeah. to it, but you don't know what it feels like. Then you start to happen. So, you know, like if you watch someone who just got married have some marital troubles that you're having, you're like, oh, I, I've been there. I know what you feel like. The same thing with a kid. And once Amanda was pregnant, you start to realize every pregnant character that's in a movie or in a book that you're reading, you're like, oh, shit, they're pregnant. And you kind of can relate, like, I don't keep saying the word relate, but that's exactly what it is. You feel for that person. Then when you start to watch movies, like, don't get me wrong, when a kid in, in Grindhouse fucking blows his own head off for no reason, I'm like, yeah, because it's fucking fun and it's a movie. But in a more serious movie, it hurts, it hurts more. You know what I mean? Like, the Schindler's Lists hurt more now because yeah. you're like, or home invasion shit, you're like, well... Like home invasion always terrifies me as an idea to begin with because I'm like, I don't want anyone touching my shit or hurting me. But then you're with Amanda or you're, you know, your significant other and you're like, I wouldn't want anything bad to befall them. And then you're like, oh, my God, my little fucking spawn. I don't want anything happening to them. You're like, shit. But it definitely is. Hmm. It definitely it definitely changes the game a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's always interesting to hear, hear about that kind of thing. But don't, don't get me wrong. If this kid stays asleep tonight. I'm going to watch a couple of these movies and cheer when the kids get killed. Don't get, I mean, <laughs> don't yeah. get me wrong. He didn't neuter my love for movies. Here's one that didn't have me cheering. It was kind of a whole shit moment. And okay. it is Interview with a Vampire. Oh, good pull. When they kill the little vampire girl. Good pull. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst, right? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. She's a little shit of a vampire, though. And she's trying to betray Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. And so they lock her in a, in a well with this woman. Is the woman a vampire too? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's kind of helping her and they lock her in a well and then when the sun comes up, she burns up, dude. And it is pretty gnarly. Pretty yeah. gnarly. And like, I know she's a vampire and she is a little shit vampire, but damn, you still killed that kid. Yeah. It's the same thing as the evil kid still is getting killed. Yeah. And it's, it's a tough scene because it's not fast. It's a slow, like she catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good pull. I didn't even think of that one. 
I like Interview with a Vampire. The original Interview with a Vampire, you know, yeah, it's Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise being all glittery and shit, but fuck, that movie's pretty pretty good for a vampire movie. Wait, you know they're not glittery in that movie. That's a different franchise, right? No, but they are like fancy boys in that movie. They are like... Oh, they're fancy boys. Look at those collars on those ruffled shirts and shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are it's still a pretty good boys. vampire movie. I like it. I like it. This is the 5th of July. Yesterday was the 4th. You have, What's your favorite 4th of July movie to watch, Rumi? Ooh, good question. Independence Day is definitely up there, obviously. No, you told me yesterday what it was. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 it's more of a summer movie. Jaws, you mean? Fuck yeah. Takes yeah. place on the 4th of July. Dude, I'm going to see Jaws tonight. Double feature. Fuck yeah. Jaws and Hard Ticket to Hawaii at the Egyptian. That's a weird combo. I agree, and I don't know who programmed that, but fucking kudos. I'll be clapping for them. Uh, Jaws is a fucking great movie, and no one's safe, including little Alex Kittner, who gets fucked up in Jaws. <laughs> yeah, he does. You see that kid get tossed. I read an article, Bloody Disgusting has an article that shows some behind-the-scenes pictures. There was a much more elaborate scene film of him getting killed, and it was way gorier, apparently. Um, there's a documentary called The Shark Still Works, which I believe is on the Blu-ray I read. And I think it has some footage of that and mentions that they did shoot uh, a way more scary, well, visually scary and graphic scene of him getting killed. And then whether or not it came out right or they decided less is more in that instance, that is one of the most memorable shots in the movie for me, where you see his limbs and the raft kind of flip up as blood shoots up and the shark, you know, the top of the shark head and, and fin are there and pull him under. That shit is terrifying. Yeah. And oh. even more terrifying than that is when everyone runs out of the water and everyone runs from screen left to screen right. And Kittner's mother runs from screen right to screen left, yelling for Alex and turning around in the fucking red water. And there's no more kid. Oh, damn. Fuck yeah, dude. Jaws, what a good movie. Fucking good. It's movie. so good. That I, I mean, that's a movie that honestly chokes me up because of just the raw power of it. How good of a film it is top to bottom and it's not without problems but it is just so good jaws is that movie i always say if an alien came down and was like i want to watch one movie to understand motion picture cinema that's the movie that i would show them that's the one mm -mm. no no way no would you show them fucking ong Bak? no you don't you don't want to spoil them because after that's downhill oh. <laughs> i would give them like chopping mall Right off the bat, <laughs> chopping mall, boom. Because then he'd be like, wow, this is amazing. And you go, yeah, but guess what? It gets better. And then like all the movies you show him are just impressive. If you start with Jaws and he goes, pretty cool, pretty cool. What else you got? And you're no, like, I'm saying if you only had, you could only ever see one. If you just could, if that's the only movie you ever see to understand at least American cinema. Oh, oh only one movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good choice. On the list, at least, right? I mean, you wouldn't put Star Wars? You wouldn't have him watch Star Wars? Here's what we think space is, you idiot. <laughs> He's like, that planet's not called Tatooine, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Mars attacks, be like, look, we hate your kind. <laughs> no, because no, he'd be like, I'm a Venetian. We think Mars Martians are dicks, too. <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. wow. How about a, a little movie called Battle Royale? Oh, fuck. I didn't even think of that. And I watched that like a month ago. Shit, that's a good one. Go go into that. If no one knows what that is, so, go into that. Battle Royale, it's a Japanese film, and it 
is about a group of junior high school students all taken to an island because they're a shitty school. And it basically is the the blueprint for Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. Shit, Hunger Games. There's another movie, Killing Some Kids. That's, That's true, too, yeah. Battle Royale is better than Hunger Games. That's like the rated R version of Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, Battle Royale is like gnarly because they all have these collars on and if you don't play the game, your head pops off. Like just explodes. Mm-hmm. And it they all get weapons. They all get backpacks full of weapons and then they're just running around on this island until there's somebody left. They get a backpack full of survival equipment and a single weapon, but the weapon is randomized. So you literally could get an Uzi or a pair of binoculars. That literally, a kid gets binoculars, one kid gets a, um, a, a, a lid from a pot, like a steel lid from a pot. There's Uzis, there's those like Japanese fighting sticks that have a scythe at the end, um, guns, there's tasers, swords, axes, and it's randomized what you get. And the whole thing is you got to kill each other, and every day they like, like forbid you to go to part of the island, so they make the island smaller and smaller and if you're caught in one of the forbidden zones they blow your head off too so you have to fight each other yeah and if this doesn't sound like all video games that are out right now like Fortnite does this PUBG does this apex legends does this like all video games that do this like let's make the island smaller while you fucking kill each other and look for weapons this is based off of battle royale hunger games is based off of battle royale like it is a really influential piece in the uh like the idea of just a battle royale format. If this hasn't enticed you enough, just imagine a Japanese schoolgirl with an Uzi just mowing down half of her class because they're arguing over who betrayed each other. You know, there's some kids that set up alliances. There's a couple kids that are like bad kids in the class. And then there's two wild cards. Remember, they've yep. been in past games and they're killers through and through. It's really a good movie. It's fucking cool. Then there's a sequel and the sequel I haven't watched in years. But I remember the sequel being one of the worst shitty movie Sundays that I've ever done. It was just a terrible shit show of a movie, which means I need to watch it again and see if that's still the case. <laughs> Kids get fucked up, though, and they get killed. They get Fuck yeah. Shot. It's, it's not graphic, I would say, but it's definitely gory. It's pretty gory. All right, give me one more. How about this? Do you have any um, like massive killings like where a bunch of kids get killed in the same instance? Ooh. I have one in the hundreds. Damn. Lay it on me. So, a couple years ago, Marvel released a movie called Civil War that everybody really liked. I don't know how many people have yeah. read the comics, but in the Marvel comics, Civil War was kicked off by a school being accidentally blown up. I believe it was the New Warriors in Marvel Universe had their own reality show, and they were trying to track these criminals that had just done some bull- super criminals that had done some bullshit. The criminals were hiding out near a school, and the New Warriors kind of just went in half-cocked, and started this huge supervillain, superhero battle right near the school. And to get away, there's a villain named Nitro, whose power is to blow himself up. And I guess he survives? He blows himself up, and it blows up a couple blocks radius. But he blew up a school. So he blows up hundreds. I think they say, I think the number is 300. I don't remember if it's 300 kids, or if it's 300 people, and most of them are kids. But he kills hundreds of kids at this school. And that is what kicks off in the comics the Superhuman Registration Act, where, you know, Tony Stark and everybody say, okay, we got to start unmasking these heroes and heroes have to be licensed because if the war- new warriors had been a little bit more, you know, combat ready and trained properly, they wouldn't have rushed in half cock. They would have known that there was a school in the area, blah, blah, blah. But 
throughout that whole book, they keep referring to fucking hundreds of children being murdered by this guy as an Jesus. accident. As an accident, you know? That's how Civil War kicks off? Man. Yeah. And actually, there's a guy named Speedball whose power is to, like, throw these little weird balls all over the place. He feels part... <laughs> he's a new warrior. He feels partly responsible because of that. So he becomes a superhero slash villain named Penance whose powers are based on his own pain and guilt. And he becomes one of the Thunderbolts of that era. So it's actually a pretty interesting yeah. little story. But that's how Marvel Civil... That's why Marvel Civil War kicks off. And there is, like, in issue one, there are multiple double-page spreads of all your favorite superheroes digging through rubbles, dig- digging through rubble, looking for survivors, and taking corpses away of, of dead kids. And shit. Jeez. Yeah, wow. It's, Marvel. It's a, it's a great It's a great start. Like, that's a good reason for that conversation to be had. Here's, here's one that you and I both really like, since you did mention Shitty Movie Sunday. Um, Ghost Shark, which is a Shitty Movie Sunday staple. That is one of the few movies that Amanda, my wife, has watched more than once and loves every time. It's probably one of the few DVDs she wants me to own. Ironically, it's not on DVD. <laughs> it's hard to find. It's a hard movie to it get a hold exist. of. Well, it doesn't Shark. exist on DVD, but I got a couple hookups, so I have a copy. Um, but go ahead, tell, tell us a little about Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark is so good. But yeah, this movie, a dead shark turns into a ghost and then can appear in <laughs> any form of water. And as ridiculous as that sound, this movie delivers on that. And like this guy like goes to a water fountain, like a little water dispenser and like drinks from a cup and you see the fin in the cup. And then all of a sudden, like he splits in half and the ghost shark comes out. It's so there's cool. The kids, the kid moment, though, there's a kid on a slip and slide. And he's oh, like sliding. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's sliding on the slip and slide, and the slip and slide has like a shark mouth, like, like as part of its design, like that you slide through these curtains and it's a little shark mouth. But as the kids heading towards the fake shark mouth curtain, the real ghost shark comes sliding out from underneath and just eats the kid. It's Which so is, great. It's awesome. <laughs> Another point, the protagonists are driving down the street and they see these kids playing in a fire hydrant. And they're like, get out of the road, kids. Don't get in the water. Don't get in the water. And the kids are like, fuck you, man. And just as they leave, this shark comes out of the fire hydrant and like rips two of them in half. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I totally forgot about that one. And that's, that is the quintessential, yeah, like when the kids get eaten. Because yeah. you're like, this is a movie about a, sh- <laughs> a murdered shark back from the dead for revenge. And also just to be a shark, I guess. And... You're already going in with such a half-assed, stupid, funny principle or, or, or concept, you know, that you're just, we're going to have fun this whole movie. And if you fucking bite two kids in half, that's going to be fun. We're going to count that as a, as a win. That's a good time. That's definitely ones that get you going, oh, yeah, especially because the kids are shits in that movie. They're little assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they get bitten half. I'm like, fuck yeah. Although the slip and slide kid, if I remember, is just part of a montage and that has, he has, he's not a character. He just gets eaten for no reason. Just gets eaten, yeah. Awesome. We so should try to fun. get that kid on the show and just ask him, what was it like? It was good. It was like, I filmed for two hours on a slip and slide. That was it. I got to play on a slip and slide, and then they said cut, and I was done. It was super fun. That's a kid who on set, they probably, they, they probably told him a shark was going to eat him, but there was probably nothing on set to show him that. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. So, Matt, seems like we're going pretty strong here. How about we take a break, come back next week, and kill more kids? What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, we can't kill enough kids in one show. <laughs> <laughs> we need to split it into two. All right, guys, keep up with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod on our website, launchpadpod.com. We will be back next week to wrap up. Our kids are all right, but they're not. We're fucking killing them. 
next week, a whole new episode of more kids getting killed in the movies. Matt, let's blast this thing off. All right. Until next time, we are the Rocketeers killing the kids for you. And we are out of children. (laughs) Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one.